And I told her, I'm like, I'm gonna do that. See, Except I, I wouldn't you. because she would fucking kill me if I did that. I do not trust you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a new episode of Foods, Dudes, and Moods. And not only is it a new episode, it's a new season. Season two, baby! We've made it to season two. Oh my god, we made it this far. Yeah, so we've made it to season two. Thank you for everyone who has stuck around with us, and welcome to the brand new season. Um, so for today's episode, uh, we decided to talk about um, what we would be doing right now if COVID didn't happen. But the bitch did happen. It happened. Yeah. So what would we have done if it didn't happen? What would we have been doing these last five-ish, almost six months? What would have life looked like if we weren't stuck at home and not being able to see each other and scared of seeing our friends? And just to let everybody know, this is just for laughs, just for jokes. It's something that we were talking about. Uh, We understand that it's a pretty serious... um, pandemic happening and I know it's affected a lot of people and a lot of families a lot of businesses a lot of mental health finances it ain't a joke but we'll take a light spin on it so um yeah we'll share some stuff that what would we be doing also how was your month off Lisa it was great you know I worked I stressed about going back to school what else did I do I ate a lot hang out with you that's pretty much it yeah it went really fast. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? I worked. Um, I moved. So that's exciting. Oh, yes. I forgot about that. And that's about it. I didn't really do anything else. <laughs> I got to catch up on my sleep a little bit. I guess that's a good thing. Got to catch up on some Netflix. Yeah, although I haven't started watching anything new. So I'm going to... This week, I really want to watch Euphoria. I don't know why it's been so big in like the media recently. So I want to watch it. I hope it's good. You guys let me know what you guys think, and I'll let you know what I think next week. I have a bunch of Netflix options coming up, because the other day Netflix sent me a message saying 70 new titles are coming September 1st, and what did I go? I just went in and, like, added a bunch to my list. I was like, I want to watch this, I want to watch this, I want to watch this. So, um, I'm going to have a very busy week. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing that. I can't even remember what I, like, favorited, you know? I have no idea, but it, all of it looked really good. It's okay. You can watch all of it. Watch all of it. Ooh, and like, I know it's too early, but October is coming soon, and you were talking the other day about having a uh, horror movie night, mm-hmm. and you remember that show, uh, The Haunting of Hill House? I've never watched it. You never watched it? No. Okay, well, The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix, the second season is coming out for this October, and I am excited. Okay, yeah, so I do want to do a horror movie night, um... But I don't like horror movies, and I'm not good at watching them, but I really, really, really want to watch, um, what's that movie called that I really like? Stay Alive. And no one wants to watch it with me, so I'm just like, I'm just gonna have a horror movie night, uh, when I get my place all decorated and stuff like that, but, yeah. I've never watched Haunting. Haunting of Hill House? It's really good, but it's a series. Oh. Yeah, it's not one, like, movie. It's, like, a five-episode series. Oh. It's scary. I really enjoyed it. I don't like, I don't like being scared. I liked it. I watched it, like, alone in the dark and, like, I had to watch something happy after, which means I probably watched, like, New Girl or something right after. But I'm really excited because it looks so good. I'm not sure if it's the same characters or all the same characters, though. I think it might be, like, a new cast. I think it's called Bly House. The Haunting of Bly 
house or blind mansion? I'd have to look it up. Anyways, I'm going to be watching that when that comes out. That's the only thing I have on my radar currently. Oh, God. I'm one of those people that falls asleep with something turned on. So if I'm watching Netflix and I fall asleep to a horror movie, I don't know what my dreams are going to be like. I don't even want to take that chance. That's one of the reasons why I can't sleep with anything on. I can't sleep with any lights. Like, literally the light from plugging in my MacBook is too bright. Like, I can't sleep with any lights on. Like, I have to have, like, complete blackout in my room and complete silence to sleep. Oh, yeah. I'm the complete opposite. I could literally... Our room is completely turned on right now where we're recording, and I could fall asleep right now. I could never. <laughs> I have no problem falling asleep anywhere. I would wake up with such a headache if I slept with the light on. Like, mm. it just... It feels like it impedes on my sleep. Nah. My brain just wakes up too bright. Too bright in here. I can't do it. I'm gonna add that to my resume for the future. Can fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> Like, there could literally be, like, a rave going on and I'm in the corner sleeping. <laughs> this is, like, a little off topic, but, like, Magda sleeping is, like, my favorite thing other than her crying because I think it's so funny. But Magda, when she falls asleep, she always falls asleep with her mouth open. So, like, I have so many pictures on my phone of, like, Magda falling asleep, like, in airport chairs or, like, just, like, sleeping in general that she's falling asleep in weird places. And I think it's so funny. <laughs> I just have so that really scares me, honestly, because I do fall asleep with my mouth open, and I do, I am such a, like, like, I'm not a light sleeper, I'm a heavy sleeper, I can yeah. literally sleep through anything, and, you know, there's so many videos now on, like, TikTok and YouTube of people messing with people who fall asleep, and I'm really scared you and my sister are gonna do something like that to me. Probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I showed Mate to this TikTok the other day, and it's, like, this guy had fell, fallen asleep on the couch, and they, they cracked an egg in his mouth, a raw egg, and he just watched this yolk just go up and down. But they told her, I'm like, I'm going to do that. Yeah, Except I, I wouldn't you. because she would fucking kill me if I did that. I do not trust you. Also, I don't eat eggs, so please don't do eggs. I would be okay with, like, what a about, donut. Like a peach? No, a peach would kill me. <laughs> just a tiny die. peach. I would be okay with a donut. A what about bit. a grape? We'll put a grape in there. I think a grape should be fine. A timbit. All right. Okay, so we took like a massive tangent there. <laughs> Let's get back to our topic. So our topic for today is um, what we'd be doing right now if it weren't for COVID. So before COVID hit in January, me and Lisa actually had like um, a little, what was it called? Vision board party where we like got together and we created our vision boards for the year. Um safe to say that most of those things did not come true. Although, for me, a lot has actually. Okay, you know what? I'll let you start. So, Lisa, what would you be doing if um, COVID didn't hit? Well, if COVID didn't hit, we probably would have gotten back from our trip about a week and a half ago. So, that makes me really sad that I didn't get to go on any, like, trips or anything this summer that I had planned. So, I probably would have done that. Uh, what else would I have done this summer? I put on my vision board that... I really wanted to um, learn to kayak this summer, which still would have been a possibility. However, it's way more difficult to do. And I feel like everyone and their mom decided to do that this year because like... <laughs> there's nothing else to do. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. There's nowhere else to go. And like where we live is like like very outdoorsy. And close to the mountains. Yeah, and close to the mountains. So I feel like everybody would have wanted to do that. And I did. I saw so many of my friends on Instagram story going kayaking. And, like, I really wanted to learn to do it this year or, like, I've done it before, but I wanted to, like, do it more this year and I just never 
did because social distancing and like yeah summer's not over though you can still do that we literally had the heater on this morning so i feel like summer is finished (laughs) i get really cold very easily i'm always cold so that's on me it's not that it's cold outside (laughs) it's it's a little chilly you know it's starting to get a little fall like which is fine because like i'm excited for fall and i'm excited for pumpkin everything and before anybody comes after me for being a white girl i love pumpkin anything before pumpkin spice came out i'm the opposite i hate everything pumpkin flavored and everyone's been on this like psl is it psl pumpkin spice yeah Yeah. psl kick (laughs) and i don't like the taste of pumpkin i don't like pumpkin pie so i'm just like you know what after like four years of listening to the same bullshit every day for like the months of fall i'm like i'm gonna go try one of these out paid seven fucking dollars for a psl latte latte (laughs) and it was disgusting i love them they're so good but i get them half sweet because it's way too sweet for me yucky but um i haven't gotten one yet because they only came out like two days ago and i haven't gone to get one but i also love pumpkin pie especially the costco pumpkin pie so fucking good it's like diarrhea in a fucking bowl man. it's so good i love it so much with some cocoa whip oh so good i also love pumpkin soup Ew. i love just like like roasted pumpkin Ew. i love pumpkin Ew. it's so good Ew. i love a good squash <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not a judgmental bitch <laughs> i don't care what she likes <laughs> i just don't like pumpkin i'm more of the um apple cinnamon kind of girl Ooh, so yes. like um i love like apple pie and uh, apple crumble and anything apple cider i love Ooh. apple cider speaking of this girl i i should make to this but like the other day a friend of mine posted on instagram story that she went to starbucks and got an apple cider a hot apple cider with oat milk and caramel drizzle and i was like that mm. sounds so good like if you're not a psl bitch then like you could probably get behind an apple cider with oat milk i'm an apple cider bitch (laughs) that sounds like a liquid version of heaven oh i was gonna say apple crisp (laughs) (laughs) but yeah apple crisp is heaven to me yes i'll take apple crisp over chocolate cake like any day no 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 you're no you're pushing the line man no 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 no. don't we're not gonna fight over this cake is so basic you fucking like PSLs. You have no right to call anybody basic. I like pumpkin. Any kind of pumpkin. Get the fuck out of here. I like coffee. I like pumpkin. Get Put out them of here. together. Yes. yes. This conversation is done. We're out. We're done. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, but what else would we have done if it didn't happen? Yeah, so kayaking. What else was on your vision board? Uh oh, a big one. So like I we've talked about this before, but like I'm on my like please hear my quotes, um, weight loss journey or my health journey, um, which was going really well this year. At the beginning of the year, one of my things that I put on my vision board was I wanted to try different sports. So like I go to the gym consistently. I was doing hot yoga. And I wanted to try um, going boxing because Meg goes box, go, goes boxing, and I wanted to try it because she literally never shuts up about it. I love boxing, so I wanted to go and try it and see if like I'm at a physical level that I'd be able to do it without dying. Because I don't know if I ever told the story, but I um once went to an Orange Theory and lasted ten minutes before I threw up. <laughs> so I wanted to see if I was able to do this now after like basically a year of like working on my fitness and like getting healthy and being able to like do things without dying and and I loved it and I started going 
I was going uh, almost once a week with Megda yeah. before COVID hit. Yeah. So um, I'm really sad that I didn't get to continue doing that or like try different things. Like my gym was supposed to have Soul Cycle that was supposed to be um, starting at the end of February and obviously that didn't happen and I was super excited to try that. Um, I also like my gym closed and I'm not a at home workout person though. I did try, but I'll be honest, I just it's not my thing. I've gone to the gym more in the last three weeks than I think I worked out at home the entire time of COVID. So that's fair. It's fine. Yeah, I had a huge backslide in regards to my fitness. However, I did go back to the gym and I have started jogging now and like I can actually run, which is huge. So like so, that's a plus. Yeah, in a zombie apocalypse, you're I'm, you're a little better. I'm good for a prepared. maximum of a minute and a half so far <laughs> until I need to walk for thirty seconds. So a minute and a half. The run to this, the nearest store okay, or door that's fine. or wherever. Honestly, I think that's such a huge um, progress. Mm-hmm. That was not the good grammar. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, that's so much progress. And the fact is, uh, I, t- I started with Orange Theory and then I took Lisa to Orange Theory and she just did not like it. Mm-mm. But to be fair, um, I felt like Orange Theory, I loved it, but it could be intimidating for newcomers because... You go in and everything's open and everyone's together. And if you see someone like running for three minutes, you also want to run for three minutes, even though you might not be capable of it. Yeah. So I get that you didn't like it, but now like, what is this three years later? And the fact that you can make it through a high intensity boxing class with no issue oh, yeah. is awesome. You can just see how much progress you've made. I feel like you could do an orange theory class. No, no problem. problem. No yeah. problem. I, I feel like my I regular so workout is more intense than the orange theory class Hell yeah. now. Hell yeah, girl, so you got it. I can do it. But also like at the time that we went, I was still like, well, I'm still overweight, but I was like, way 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 more overweight i was also like almost a pack a day smoker at the time ate yeah. super unhealthy yeah pretty sure i was doing keto at that time so not really great when you're working out also i decided that morning because Megda took me to like an 8 a.m class or something i didn't eat before which i know a lot of people do fasted cardio but i am not that bitch so um that did not help no <laughs> so it, it any anyways yeah Orange theory is still for me. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. It's a no for me, Dow. Uh, what else did I... What What was my point there? Oh, yeah. I didn't work out during COVID. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't I didn't do that. I still don't have a booty. That's okay. We're working on it. It's fine. Slow and steady. You'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One day. Uh, what else? Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. I... Oh, I moved. Two weeks before COVID. So, I mean, I've moved this entire pod. I've, I've been at my own place for this entire podcast now. <laughs> However, I wasn't anticipating moving into my own place for the first time. And two weeks later, not being able to have anybody come over. Um, which I'm not sure if I've mentioned this before, but I have high anxiety and depression. And um, not great for somebody who lives by themselves and physically can't let other people come over. So that was a bit of a struggle. So yeah. if there was no COVID, I feel like that would have been completely flipped. It was kind of good for me to like learn to be on my own and like... It forced you to do it. Yeah. yeah. It also, I think that it forced me to like reach out when I actually need it and not purely out of boredom. Yeah. So like if I was like really hurting and like needed to talk to somebody, I'd just like call Megda or like go out or like go for a walk with my dog or do something. So I think that kind of helped. Um, But yeah, it actually taught me to like 
be more self-sufficient, mm-hmm. I guess. And also, I've learned that I like living alone. There you so go. So that's nice. Positive. Positives. I can fart wherever I want. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can even if you don't live alone, but um, yeah, no one no, will scream at you. No, no one's going to yell at me. <laughs> so that would have been like... So I'm one of those people that um, COVID was really good to me. Like, as awful as what happened was and how, like, uncertain things were and still are, I think that COVID needed to happen for me. Um, So when COVID hit, my entire workforce stopped. So I was one of those that stayed at home and was not able to leave. I was also around people that were uh, immunocompromised, so I really could not leave anywhere. But it finally let me focus on my health journey and my mental health journey because I'm one of those people that works 15, 16 hour days. Um, And then if I'm not working, I'm constantly on the go and I don't allow myself to think and process my thoughts. So I think that COVID was good for that. I was kind of just like stuck in my room with my thoughts, (laughs) had time to get through this shit. I know it wasn't easy, but it was needed. Um... I'm also one of those people that have constantly struggled with, like, toxic diet culture and yo-yo dieting. So, like, my weight would constantly fluctuate. And the one thing COVID really let me, you know, work on was my eating habits. Because now that I actually had time to cook and read and learn about what's good for my body and what's healthy, I was able to get my eating habits under control, which is amazing. I have not binged since I think the beginning of COVID, which is amazing because I used to binge at least like once every week and a half. I had a binge yesterday, I guess. So, <laughs> But that's okay. Um, just a little one. Just a little one. And another thing, because I literally had nothing else to do throughout the days, um, I downloaded the App Center by Chris Hemsworth. And I have to say, it has completely changed my body. Like, I, don't, I haven't noticed any difference in weight on the scale because I don't weigh myself anymore, but I have noticed that my body is just completely changed. I look in the mirror, I'm like, ah, I like what I see. <laughs> so, <laughs> All of a sudden, she's a thing. <laughs> I like what I see, which I haven't been able to say that about myself since ever. I don't think I've ever looked in the mirror and was like, hey, that looks good. <laughs> so I'm happy that I'm finally able to do that. Obviously, I have my bad days too, but... um. For the most part, I feel like 80% of my days are now, like, more in the positive. So, I'm very happy about that. Um, If you guys, by any chance, are able to get that app by Chris Hemsworth, I'd honestly really recommend it. It's amazing. I love it. I'm not sponsored by him. I wish I was. But he has new videos out, like, basically every day. And it's for everybody. If you will like boxing, they have boxing videos. If you like yoga, yoga videos. Hit, hit videos. Like, they have a bunch of different stuff. And I just love it. Um, But... If, if COVID did not hit, I would be working my ass off like I was before, exhausted, not getting anywhere with my mental health, not getting anywhere with my fitness journey, um, not able to start this podcast because I was always working. Yeah. I didn't even have a chance to sit down. And when I did, I was sleeping. COVID was huge for our podcast. Like we had time to yeah. like actually start like working on it. Like we've been working on it for a while, but like time to actually sit down and do it plan things out like be able to make a time like yeah. i worked through the whole things but like we could it was easier for us because like mega said she worked a lot so it was yeah. really hard to like plan time to do the podcast plus like just hanging out and being friends outside of the podcast too 
Like, you know, it's, it's hard to schedule time. Yeah, it was hard. So I was able to actually focus on this and then focus on a few other projects that I started doing during COVID, which there would have never, like, I wouldn't ever had time to do that. So I was very happy about that. Uh, now on the flip side, um, I did miss out on a few things. I had four big trips planned this year. One of them did happen. So we went to New York. That was on my vision board. The next trip that was supposed to happen uh, around May time, I was supposed to go to the Philippines and to India with a few friends. Obviously, that didn't happen. In November, so coming up November, I had a trip planned to Tokyo. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I mean, it still could, but I'm not going to push it. I'm just going to leave the traveling 2020 is not a traveling year. We'll see 2021. So I didn't get to travel. There's w- only three. Three. What was my last one? Was it our trip? I, I think it was the oh. road trip. So I was four- like, you just skipped for <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. And a ro- <laughs> we, we had a road trip planned for August. So that didn't happen. Um, I'm still hopeful for Christmas. I, I'm not. Like, if everything gets back to normal, which unfortunately I don't think it will, just because at least where we're from, they're starting to open up... Um, more things and school's going to be back this week. And I just think in order for things to get better, they have to get worse. So I do think they're going to get a little worse before they get better. So I'm hopeful for 2021, but for 2021, I am hopeful for a trip to Antarctica. That is my goal. (laughs) Not that we're talking about that right now, (laughs) but, um, yeah, I wasn't able to travel anywhere. Um, what else did I have? I had a picture of my gold body, which I guess, I'm not there yet, but I, I'm happy with where I am right now. So honestly, I feel like that's already completed. I was supposed to get a new car this year. Um, that's not going to happen right now. There's no need for a new car right now. So I'm just going to let that one go for now. Um, but that's about it. That was what was on my vision board. Uh, I had the relationship on the vision board, but no relationship hard yet. Hard to date during COVID. <laughs> it's really hard to date during COVID. However, um because I had more time on my hands, I was able to reach out to a lot more people that I just like didn't reach out to before that. So I guess that's a good thing for relationships, even like friendships. I was able to work on those, which I'm very happy about that. So in conclusion, (laughs) I am one of those people that I think COVID really benefited me, even though it was hard at the beginning. It like looking back now, if COVID didn't happen and I didn't have the time to get what I needed done, I, I'd still be fucking miserable like I was in February. So COVID was good. Yeah. Yeah. But if it, if COVID didn't hit, I would be traveling, like at least traveling more or working my ass off as I always do. I wouldn't be traveling currently because, um, this morning was first day back to school. Yeah. So hmm, I spent three hours of my day already sitting in class and by sitting in class, I mean sitting on Instagram. So it's the first day. All she did was go over like what we learned last semester. And you know what? Last semester was only June, so I don't need to hear it. You know, I feel like it was yesterday. I guess. That went by fast. It went by really quick. This summer, like, I blinked. Yeah. You know, and that was it. It was gone. But also, like, when you think back to, like, when I feel like when people think of summer, they think of, like, the summers they had, like, as a kid. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm going to, like, do so much. It's going to be so fun. I'm going to be outside so much. But then you forget you have a job. Yeah. And you, like... Responsibilities. Yeah. Bills to pay. So you really have to make those, like, weekends or days off worth it, which I did for the most part, but... At the same time, it makes it go so fast still. Mm-hmm. And now it's, well, almost, it's September. Yeah. And it's fall. 
I can't believe it. And then Christmas. Oh my God. And please, 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 baby Jesus, or whoever controls the universe, whoever it is, karma, I don't care. Please, God, let me be able to go on a trip over Christmas because I am stir crazy and I want to go. <laughs> well, yeah. you can travel. Like, most of the airports for, like, yeah, but are open to Canadians. To, like, sit at home for two weeks. Yeah, after that's the and bad sit. Thing. So I'm planning on going to the UK, and, like, when you get there, you have to quarantine for two weeks. And then when you get home, you have to quarantine for two weeks. And guess what? I don't have enough time to do that. I only have two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to sit there. Go and sit there and look at the window. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it goes. I mean, for right now, I think it's okay if we just stay in place. Um, You, you know, you don't want to be responsible for, like, moving anything around. Not saying no. that you yourself will be, but... No, 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 no. I'll wear my mask. It'll be over soon enough. We just need to stay in place for now. Wear your masks. Wash your hands. The masks are getting cool now. People are, like, coordinating them with their makeup and their right? outfit. Yeah, and, it's like, really not that bad. No, I don't mind. Well, I just wear, like, the uh, medical mask. I'm not getting fancy with these other masks. Oh, I'm getting fancy. I have a Mickey Mouse ma- mask. <laughs> I need to find, like, a good, like, place to buy some. Yeah. You know? Because, like, I'm poor. Etsy. Oh, yeah, I guess Etsy. Etsy has a lot of good shops If you them. guys, like, if anybody's listening by chance makes masks... And delivers them. You hit me up. You know? Because I want to buy some cute ones. I saw this girl the other day who had a Constellation one. And I thought that was so cute. Yeah, it was like, I could get behind that. Yeah, I can get behind that too. There was a one, the guy that I saw yesterday at Walmart. Um, So, another thing that I think um, was beneficial from COVID happening. And, um... So what if COVID never hit, right? I think that we were going down a pretty bad path um, as people and society. Um, I think we lack a lot of empathy and just being able to see things from other people's perspectives or just being in other people's shoes. So I think the good thing about COVID hitting too is it really, I feel like, brought our community together. I don't know if you feel the same way. For some people. For some people. I mean, there's always going to be assholes out there and Karens that, you know, will fight you about the fucking masks thing. It's so stupid. I did see a Karen yell at this very cute old lady who was just walking behind her at the dollar store. And she yelled at her. She's like, you're too close. You need to be six feet away from me. Yeah. This bitch wasn't wearing a mask. There's always going to be people like that. I've seen so many videos of, like, people bitching at like um clerks and stores and stuff like that about they don't need to wear a mask and it's their right and stuff like that like I don't care you can believe whatever you want it's perfectly fine but you don't own that store you didn't put any money into that store you're didn't put any development into that store so why do you have the right to say that you don't have to wear a mask if a store is telling you that's their policies right I have my own business, and I also have a sign on the front that says "Master Required," right? And it's my business. Why would someone ever come into my business and tell me, "No, that's not right"? I forked over a lot of money to do it, a lot of creativity to open this place up. My rules, my business. Exactly. Same thing with like Walmart. These ladies and men coming in and saying, "You have no right to tell me that I have to wear a mask." Then go to a different store. That's not your store. Yeah. So whether you're right or wrong about wearing a mask or not, it doesn't matter. It's not your business. You have no right to say what the business's laws and rules are. 
right? Yeah. That's just how I think about it. That being said, wearing a mask, I'm going to get a little bit high horsey, being a mask, or wearing a mask, not being a mask, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not Jim Carrey, (laughs) wearing a mask is literally so easy. Yeah. It's so easy. And like, people bitch about, oh, wearing a mask is so hard for me. I shouldn't have to wear it. It impedes on my freedom, blah, 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 all this bullshit. If you could physically see somebody die in front of you and the only thing that would have saved them was you wearing a mask for 15, 20 minutes, an hour, however long you're at a store, at work, whatever. If you physically saw someone die in front of you and you knew that you did that because you didn't wear a mask, you would have a whole different idea. Yeah, your tune would change. So quickly. The only reason these people don't want to wear a mask is because they haven't personally seen anybody either die or get sick in front of them. So you don't believe what you can't see. Yeah. You know? Like, that's a whole other, like, religious argument there. But in this case, you don't believe what you can't see. You can see illnesses. You can see people dying from cancer and skin diseases and so many diseases. And you do your best to stay away from those things. Why not the same with wearing a mask if you can save somebody else's life? That's the one thing I don't understand about this whole pandemic is people arguing about their own freedoms but are impeding on other people's lives. Yeah. You know? Like, if I could say anything, it's just, just please be a, a kind person. Just wear your mask. It's not that hard. We live in Canada half the time of the year anyways. You're wearing a fucking scarf over your face and you can breathe just fucking fine. <laughs> so get off your high horse, put on a cute little mask, and live your life until this is all over. Okay? Yeah. Thank okay, you. There, okay. <laughs> so yeah, there are people like that and I have seen and witnessed people like that. But I feel like for the majority of people, I feel like we have really come together as a community and worked together um yes thank god yeah especially here where we live in canada like i feel like as a nation we've really come together 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 (laughs) what are some of these accents (laughs) we've really come together to kind of stop the spread and kind of bring down the curve so i um that's one thing that i think was another positivity of covid and if covid did not happen i'm pretty sure that we'd still be going down this like negative path where everyone's just like at each other and so mean to each other I think now we have a little more empathy and we're able to see what other people are going through for the majority of um people yay Canada for doing your due diligence and bringing down that curve yeah and then even at the beginning of COVID we we saw so many people like come out on the balconies whether it was in New York or Italy or Spain and then just like came together and like sang and celebrated and the seven o'clock clapping yeah I thought it was so beautiful and like we we have so much more appreciation for like from our first responders and our nurses our doctors people working in grocery stores man those people get paid next to nothing and we're still risking their lives so that we had groceries and produce and all that stuff so I think that um it has shed a little bit of positivity and I think people are a little nicer to each other and could respect and understand each other a little better so yay COVID COVID. (laughs) for that part I guess (laughs) yeah I totally agree though like there's a whole new appreciation for first responders that there wasn't before like where we are there's a huge like ideal about like 
uh, trades and oil and gas industry and that seems to be like a coveted industry to be in before COVID hit and now like I think people have definitely started to see that other industries are just as important for daily life so like we said like the first responders people who work at grocery stores gas attendants mm-hmm. like people that you would have never taken a second look at for job wise in the first place did now you're so grateful that they're still open mm-hmm. like even like I worked through COVID and like I'm not gonna out my job but like um even like my job I never would have thought that it would be an essential work and it still was considered an essential and like people like we're so happy to see that like I was still working and I mean like sometimes I was not happy I was still working because you know people are dicks mm-hmm. but like it's it's the small jobs that really make your daily life easier and I think a lot of people have come to appreciate that through COVID. Thank your local cashier and your local nurse. Right. Um, I also think like um, people have come together too to support small businesses. Like yes. the the support that small businesses have received in our city is absolutely insane and well-deserved. These little like mom and pop shops. Like I saw so many people come together to make sure that those stores don't go under or, you know, restaurants and stuff like that. So I thought that was beautiful. Even thing like Uber Eats that like was doing like during the the high points of COVID was like if you order from a smaller restaurant. So, for example, I ordered from a smaller sushi restaurant here and it offered there's like a little choice that you can give the whole amount of your order directly to the business. There you go. That like Uber Eats wasn't taking. So like my $30 order, like $30 it's not a lot, but if, let's say, 30 people do that in a day, each $30, like, that's a decent amount of money that will help them stay afloat at the end of the day, right? Absolutely. So wow, that's things awesome. Things like that. Yeah. yeah. And I think, like, bigger companies also stepped up, like, even Walmart and, like you said, Uber Eats, they stepped up and, you know, helped out their community. So, yeah, I think that that was a good thing to see. If it wasn't for COVID, that would have never happened. There'd be so many mom and pop shops that would have gone under and... There'd be no need for communities to come together and keep them afloat because yeah. they'd be like, why? So I think now, like, small small businesses are being recognized. People, frontline workers are being recognized. Um, and, yeah, it's like a whole new appreciation for people, which I don't think would have happened if it wasn't for COVID. No. So. I also want to say, like, without getting, like, into politics, because a lot of people have very strong opinions here in Canada about politics. I do think that the government of Canada did step up in a big way compared oh, yeah. to other countries. Yeah, they should Like, did. obviously Canada gets compared to the U.S. constantly. And if you look at how we responded to COVID versus how they've responded, like, they're still peaking and they've been peaking for months. Yeah. And we've definitely lowered our curve here. The government has given everybody money for the last few months here and is still continuing on to do that. I think it was extended yeah. even longer. So, and it's not, like, just a flat, like, $1,200, like the U.S. did, like, one time, like, it's, like, two grand every month or every, like, two weeks or something. Like, it's a significant amount of money, obviously not enough for all people, but it's on an average basis. So, to help people stay afloat, help people keep the economy going, so they're going out, buying things, buying from small businesses, so it's, like, it's really helping our economy, even though, like, it's shit currently, you know, like, in this economy. (laughs) Sorry, that's my favorite line. But, um, so, like, that's really, really positive. I also think that at the end of the day, provincially and federally, having the health experts 
speaking on um on the covid matters to the public instead of having like in the states for example they have like the president or the whoever talk and say like all of the medical things that we should be doing and like nobody can take that seriously because they're like oh you're not an expert but having actual experts here speak is way more effective I find so like you go on and you're like oh my gosh this doctor is actually saying what's important and I think that's huge Overall, I think, like, the government of Canada has just done, like, a really good job. For the most part, yeah. yeah. I feel like they've done really good. Um, to speak on that, too, well, kind of, not really. Um, our banks have really stepped up, like, oh, yeah. stepped up their game. Banks have been huge. B- banks have really helped us out here because, um, you know, banks have nothing to do with the government, you know, for the most part. I mean, they do, but not really. Um, mortgages got deferred. Loans got deferred. Car loans got deferred. Um, student loans student got deferred. Student loans got deferred. For the rest of the year, there's no interest, which is huge for yeah. student loans. So that has really helped out a lot of people here in Canada. Um, we're, it wasn't as stressful as it could have been. I'm sure it was stressful for a lot of people, but it wasn't as stressful as in the States, for sure. Yeah, people losing their jobs, getting... No money from the government, no assistance, no health care, no health care. Like, you gotta think, like, in the states, like, and I know that a lot of people here are like, oh, yeah, universal health care, but like, you still have to buy insurance through you do, yeah, through your work or whatever. Yeah. But look at it this way in the states, you have to pay for private insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Here, if you lose your job, you still have universal health care. If yeah. you get in a car accident, you can still get uh, surgery, you can still go to the doctors, you can still do that. But there, if you lose your job, you lose your health insurance and you're screwed. Yeah. So, you know what? It's one of these things, especially during a health pandemic, I'm very happy to live in a universal healthcare country. Also, just to jump back to the whole banks thing, I think one of the big positives that have come out of COVID is I think it's teaching a lot of people that savings are very, very important. important. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I think a lot of people really realized here that, like, they really should have that three months of, like, savings. Yeah. Because that would have saved them a whole lot of stress. Yep. If they had, like, even, like, a month's worth of savings. Because those people who live off the um skin of their teeth were probably just freaking the hell out when this first started. You know, again, thank you to the government of Canada for, you know, the money. But at the same time, like, two grand isn't enough for everybody. Yeah. But, yeah, definitely savings. And, like, even personally, so, like, you guys know, like, I'm a student. I get student loans. So, like, I'm, for the most part, fine. And I work um, two jobs. So, like, I'm fine. But um, I started looking into a secondary savings account, a TFSA, how to save more money. I started talking to a friend of mine about... Um, getting into investments, just small, small investments, tiny. I'm not investing thousands of dollars here, like $50 or something, you know, but like some way to like diversify my finances and like being able to save for just in case moments is huge. So I think a lot of people are going to be starting to do that as well. Like talking to financial advisors, starting to look at different investment opportunities, having savings, having savings that won't be impacted should a pandemic hit again. Cause like, like lots of people obviously had money in stocks and like stocks obviously went down so you can't rely on that so like looking at different ways to save because that was huge is people not having well guys thank you for coming back for season two season two numero dos yeah, yes.
that was the right language. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for sticking with us through season one. We had so much fun doing season one. Obviously, we've never done a podcast before, so it was a little bit of a learning curve. But we're so grateful that you guys have stuck around. You're here for season two. We have some really fun stuff planned for season two. So thank you so much for listening to season two. As always, you can come and follow us on Instagram at foods.dudes.moods. You can reach out to us through email, through DM, comment, do whatever you want to get our attention. Um, you can also listen to our podcast anywhere that you listen to your podcast. That's Spotify, that's Apple, that's Anchor, bless you, Anchor, and everywhere else that you listen to your podcasts. So thanks so much for sticking around, guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.